think I mentioned in this podcast how important it is to keep track on what happens in our operating environment in order to foresee and predict actions and possible responses from our talent audiences. And uh, as mentioned then, there are contents of reports and research available throughout the year for us, as well as always at the turn of the year uh, that allows us to become more familiar with what's going on in order to, you know, understand what are some of the key trends and what we can do about that information, what we might, you know, choose to focus on or, or follow up more. And in my work as a modern employer branding professional and a strategist, I have my, you know, my entire career, I've get my taps on what's going on in this world that is likely to impact. And when I say in this world, I'm not just talking about, you know, what goes on in the work life or what goes on in my industry or, you know, what goes on, uh, you know, based on HR studies or stuff like that. I am interested in and keeping my taps on everything relevant going on in this world that is likely to impact first and foremost how we behave as, you know, human beings and as consumers in the world and how that information is likely to impact, if at all, how we would look at our workplaces, our careers, uh, you know, leadership, and what we expect from, you know, the career part of our lives, uh, uh, you know, as consumers and habits, habitants of the globe. So what I talk about in this podcast, what I blog about, what I teach, what I consult on, our clients on, and how I myself use employer branding to you know, to help our business clients as although as well as my own business, I consider it to be modern and I can the, the actions that I take and the actions that I and the key trends that I follow and implement are there to create a long lasting impact. And, you know, unless you are aware of your surroundings and, you know, unless you can sort of forecast and foresee and predict and be prepared it's quite difficult to you know to to create a long-lasting impact so my name is Susanna Rantanen and this is building a modern employee brand podcast in this week's episode of this podcast I share with you what I believe to be uh, important employer branding trends for 2021 for all of you modern growth businesses and modern talent marketers. And I want to ask you if you're ready because I'm going to get started now. My prediction uh, of key trends for 2021, I have six key predictions and trends for you to share on this podcast. If you want to learn more about uh, what's going on in modern employer branding, take a look at my uh, blog at modernemployerbranding.com or follow up on what's going on with the launch uh, with the telemarketing school because we will be launching uh, at the early part of this year. So key trend number one, key, oh, key prediction for trends number one. So I predict that modern talent marketers will finally come to understand the difference between employer branding, recruitment, marketing, and growing employer awareness. And this 
trend will be a paradigm shift for everyone like you who works and wants to work more with marketing and communication that is targeted towards the business talent audiences, be it internal or external. And when I say this is a paradigm shift, when I say this is a revelation, it is because once you understand that there is actually a huge difference between, you know, these three key or primary uh, talent marketing um, tactics and strategies, this will open up so many new doors and opportunities for both your personal professional development as a talent marketer, as well as, you know, enabling you to choose what is actually the best talent marketing strategy uh, in order to help the the business that you work for to, to achieve what they need to achieve. And as talent marketing becomes more professional, more and more companies are also willing to start allocating more resources into professional talent marketing, which is really good news for your talent marketing career development. It's going to mean more opportunities for you to to learn to sort of take over it and to just focus on talent marketing. And as a result, we can expect more results and more value out of the entire talent marketing portfolio, which further adds the interest into what professional talent marketing can offer to growth businesses. So my key prediction for this year is that these three primary uh, strategies in talent marketing will be separated, will be you know understood better what they mean and how they help businesses. Key prediction number two, social media continues to maintain its position as the key media for employee branding specifically. Now, this one is no brainer. Social media is a huge opportunity for all businesses and for all types of marketing and communication. So not just employer branding or not just you know, the the entire talent marketing in general, more and more growth businesses are starting to make plans about how they use social media for, you know, whatever talent marketing objectives and goals they have, or whether it's uh, already decided that it's going to be for employer branding in order to get more in return. So we will see a trend where talent marketers start to make plans about what to say, when to say, and how to say it on social media. So promoting our own needs as a business or a workplace, whether those needs are, you know, we need to hire or we need to sell, uh, those are not going to be at the forefront of any modern marketing anymore in 2021, and for sure not at the forefront of modern employer branding. Because you know, that's how we've used social media as businesses for as long as social media has really existed. Uh, but it's not how we use social media in our personal lives. And it's not what we personally want to see on our personal social media feeds either. So I predict that more and more telemarketers are starting to understand this. And instead of using social media just to promote their jobs, just to promote their career opportunities, telemarketers will be adding more and more other types of value-add content to balance out their feeds. Key prediction number three, as the world, you know, has already become divided into two opposing sides during 2020, humane values such as sympathy, empathy, 
caring for another human being, I believe will rise up to the group of core values in organizations and obviously therefore impact what your EVP says, what your employer branding key messages will be, how do you want to position your company as a place of work. And uh, while I think I believe that this trend is probably one of the most important trends for all of us talent beings. This can also be a trap for many organizations who actually are not really very humane at their core, but start to use one or all of these words as if they were their core values. So I fear that these values might be greenwashed by many organizations in the near future. So what I want you to do is pay attention that that as much as these are, you know, growing in importance as expectations from our talent audiences, be aware of not just um, using them like a stamp and uh, making sure that your culture actually and your leadership culture is actually, uh, you know, working in a sympathetic, caring and empathetic manner. That is the truth. So those company cultures that are truly humane have a huge advantage in 2021 and forward if these aspects, these values are used as a foundation for their employer branding. Key prediction number four, employer value propositions will be adapted to a serve a different purpose, serve a different role. So my prediction for uh, employer brand managers is that you guys will understand the potential of the EVB if it was used as an outline or a framework or like a backbone to what your employer branding needs to communicate and needs to prove to be truth. So what I found out over the recent years was that you know, ever since employer branding became become or began to become a bit more mainstream a few years ago, when organizations set out to, you know, practice employer branding, what they did was they literally just had a workshop to ideate their uh, their EVP and then ended up, you know, uh, formalizing fancy statements as EVPs, and that that was considered to be the start and the end to their active employer branding. Now, I I predict that more and more companies are understanding that that's not employer branding. That might be the start of employer branding, but employer branding is actually specific use of marketing and communication tools to kind of give birth to a brand that resonates and that is able to position you, your business on the market and builds emotional connections between your town audiences and what you represent to them as a place of work, as an employer. That is what employer branding is. And your EVP could, you know, set out this outline for all of that work. So, you know, EVP... EVPs look like, or they kind of seem to be just like fancy statements, you know, printed on your um, on your career sites and on your job posts, maybe your roll-ups if you go to recruitment fairs and such. But employer branding is a lot more than, you know, fancy EVP statements. So my prediction is, and my hope is, that instead of thinking that EVP work equals employer branding, and that employer branding is kind of like a one-off project, that as a modern talent marketer, you will start to see your EVB work as the foundation 
for what your messages need to be in your, you know, in your videos, in your career site, in your blog posts, in your career stories, in your photography content, in any of the teams and topics you discuss online and in social media, uh, and uh, how what you ask your employees to advocate on their social networks on behalf of your business. So in other words, your content needs to be the air of your EVB lungs. Alrighty, I'll get back to you with more trends and predictions for 2021 after this little commercial break of mine. What you can Google, listen to, or read from multi-data blogs, what are the employer branding trends and predictions Where can you actually study employer branding in your own time on demand? Well, of course, there are more and more online courses about specific employer branding topics, but how about growing your overall knowledge and understanding around the larger larger context of talent marketing and employer branding? How about being able to form a bigger picture of the entire talent marketing landscape? From what value time marketing should deliver deliver to business, to understanding talent audiences better, to knowing what strategies there are for different types of needs and how to craft useful talent marketing strategies. Or from what is the difference between communication, marketing, advertising, promotion, and so on. And how everything that takes place in the world and in our operating environments might impact and affect our decisions in talent marketing. How to measure success in talent marketing, how to prove our boss this is important and that you need more resources for it. What about you? What about your career? What if you wanted to actually build an entire career in talent marketing? Where can you study that? My name is Susanna Rantanen and I have about 20 years of experience in using and developing talent marketing tactics and talent marketing communication tactics internally and externally. For the first 10 years of my career, I worked in-house for growth companies and then I started my own business and started to consult multitude, multitude of growth companies to build their relevant talent audiences, to win in the war for their ideal talents and to improve the engagement of their employees with the help of talent communication and marketing. About a year ago, we started to plan for online courses in talent marketing. But then, as we researched and studied the online e-course environment and various strategies, we understood the problem is that there are actually many one-off courses, but nobody's teaching you the big picture and how to connect all these moving parts into a comprehensive understanding of the entire talent marketing landscape. So we decided to go ahead with that. And now we're launching Talent Marketing School online within the next couple of months. And Talent Marketing School will be kind of like Netflix, where you will be catered lessons and courses to build your business and talent marketing acumen, but this will be offered as a subscription service with a growing library of course content for you to study on demand whenever it is the most suitable for you. So what you get is for the price of about a one more comprehensive course, an entire growing library of courses and lessons lessons and access to it for an entire year. As we're still building 
the telemarketing school and the course content, you can now sign up to the waitlist so that you will know exactly when we launch because waitlisters have the opportunity to access talent marketing school before others. And if you choose to enroll and get your annual subscription, you'll get a 10% discount at the time when we launch for waitlisters only. So go to modernemployerbrand.com and check out Talent Marketing School. We're launching in a couple of months in the early 2021. Get on the waitlist now and be invited to check in among the first ones when we launch. That's modernemployerbrand.com and Talent Marketing School or TMS. Thanks for listening to that commercial of mine. Have you signed up for Talent Marketing School waitlist yet? Maybe you should. So prediction number five, company cultures will return to the center of attention as the foundations of our employer brands, which is actually what modern employer branding is all about. And I'm saying this because I think 2020 proved us that if you have a weak company culture, you know, how detrimental that can be uh, for your business, for your workplace community, and for the engagement of your employees. So company cultures are a funny thing. The attention to company culture kind of comes and goes in waves. I've noticed this to be true over my 20 years of working in and with HR-related topics. And, uh, you know, obviously over the past 10 years that I've been a business owner and a consultant uh, with my own strategic company culture service uh, product, I've seen the attention to company cultures come and go. And I foresee that, you know, 2021 company cultures will be getting much more attention this year. So the past year of this pandemic made such a dent on those companies that had a weak culture. And furthermore, the past year of pandemic changed how we work and where we work entirely. And it also changed what we as humans and employees expect from our employers, our peers, our colleagues at work. I predict some of those companies who never really cared for the topic of company culture at all start to learn what development of company culture actually is and can offer for them. And those companies who care deeply for their company culture will come to adjust and modify their culture this year to match the new working habits as well as these new, you know, upcoming new values. Uh, if you want to learn more about the what this strategic company culture means, I have a uh, blog post about it. So you can find the link at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast57 or just go to my blog at modernemployerbrand.com and um, type in at the uh, search bar uh, company culture. It's gonna. It's, it's not a long read, so I, I think it's gonna be a good quick read for you, especially if you're planning to develop your company culture anytime in the near future. So you understand, you know, what is the difference between uh, a strategic company culture and then what I call fun at work culture. And it's especially good read uh, for you if you believe in what I talk about telemarketing, if you believe in my views and uh, this uh, modern employer branding 
concept and ideology. Actually, the magnetic employee branding method that I created is founded on two key elements with the strategic company culture being the other founding leg and the employee experience as being the other founding leg. So what I talk about, what I teach about talent marketing and employer branding, I think it's going to make more sense to you if you check out that blog post. And then my key prediction number six for 2021. This is based on my own data about how much the topic of storytelling gets attention every time I talk about it on this podcast or, you know, when I still was uh, uh, producing new content for my Finnish podcast. Uh, Based on all that uh, data, I predict that storytelling is going to gain even more momentum, uh, especially in employer branding this year. And what I want you to learn this year is what story actually is, what it means, because story has a specific specific formula to it. And um, just like branding is uh, a specific use of marketing and communication, storytelling is a specific use of words and characters that are formulated in this um you know, specific, I'm using the word specific a lot here now, but in a specific flow in order to, in order for the, the, the story to be kind of built and this drama to go into it. Story always has drama, these tensions, because that's how the, uh, you know, emotions kind of click on. And that's how, you know, this um, specific things happen in our brain that actually impact the, um, or, or actually cause the impact of a real story. Now, understanding and learning the big picture of telemarketing will help you a great deal um, choosing what are not just the right strategies and tactics for the business you work for, but also you will also get to learn who you are as a talent marketer. What are your key strengths and what really inspires you personally in talent marketing? Because the concept of telemarketing is so much more than just writing and publishing a job post or creating a Facebook ad campaign to promote your opening or, you know, doing recruitment videos on YouTube or posting images on your company Instagram profiles. Telemarketing is so much more. It's like an entire catalog of skills that you can learn, you can choose from, uh, you can find out what kind of matches with your you know, core skills and your characteristics, what you really enjoy doing and what you don't. I mean, it's such an an expansive uh, range of skills that, you know, even though, you know, I've worked with telemarketing for, you know, 20 years, I know exactly what I like in telemarketing and what I don't like. And those things that I don't like in telemarketing are because I'm not you know, wired to do that. I'm so I'm not very good at it. So, you know, that's what you can also learn. And once you know what you are wired for, you can build your career on the basis of that and, 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 uh, and, you know, grow from there on professionally. So if that's what seems like what you need to do for yourself professionally, I really want you to, I really want to invite you to learn more about Talent Marketing School and what that can offer for you. So go to modernemployerbrand.com and, and uh, check out the Talent Marketing School page, sign up on the wait list and wait, I'll, you know, you'll hear from me when we're ready to launch for the wait listers. But these were my key six predictions for uh, 2021 for employer branding and talent marketing. Uh, 
come back next week for more snippets and doses of professional talent marketing in the digital age. Moi moi.